You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You're listening to the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. So I've been out for a while, the holidays, man, just relaxing a little bit, getting recentered, recharging. And so I'm ready to come at you today with some truth, some knowledge, and just help you get better in your life. Now, we're just not trying to help you with your health. I mean, when you look at well-being, we're really trying to help you reach your fullest potential. That means mind, body, and spirit. And I don't know about you, but the holidays got me out of a rhythm a little bit. It happens to the best of us, but I'm not going to let it derail me. That's the difference, right? It's about being consistent and committed to a bigger purpose. And so, yeah, you know, I, I didn't work out quite as much as I normally would have. I ate some foods that I wouldn't have normally eaten, you know, was a little lazier than normal in my routines and even my meditations and prep during the day. And, uh, you know, there was a, a, a good part of that, but at the end of the day, I, I was itching to get back in my routine because I just know I'm more productive, I have more energy, I feel more focused and driven and, and purposeful and just really able to impact more people and, and live out my purpose when I'm on track. And then when I'm on track, it helps other people. And just like in your life, when you're on track, you're going to be able to help other people too. You're going to be able to be more productive, you're going to have more energy. And so this year is about really preventing that lack in your life, right? And so a lot of times we just get into our routines and we we just don't have good habits. We have routines, right? So there's a difference between developing good habits and just having routines that we go through on a daily basis. Because if we're getting bad results, if you're struggling with your finances, if you're struggling with your health, if you're struggling with your relationships and you just have these routines that you're in, but you're not willing to break up that routine and do something different, well, then you can expect a lot more of the same results. And so we don't want that in our lives. We don't want to get complacent because even complacency in our routines, even if we have good habits, can create bad outcomes as well. So when we look at today, I want you to understand that when you look at the new year, this is a lot of time when people are getting into their resolutions and you know, you're into your resolutions already and statistics are that by now you've already broken or aren't following your resolutions any longer, which is pretty sad because it's maybe only been a, a couple weeks or so. But the fact is, this gives people an excuse to create a starting point, to get out of a, a situation in their life that they're not happy with or some aspect of their life that they're not satisfied with. And the fact is, it doesn't have to be a new year. It doesn't have to be January 1, and now that it's January 10th or 11th or 12th or February or March, you can't start a new transition in your life. Because every single instance of change happens in a moment. It doesn't happen over the course of a year. Now, it can lead us towards developing new circumstances and and developing new skills and things that can help us create a different life. But at the end of the day, when it's something we're struggling with mentally, that mental struggle, it can happen and change in an instant. It's when we finally make that conscious, unconscious choice, whatever you want to 
believe it is to, to do something different. And so we don't want to look at resolutions today. We want to look at resolve, having resolve in your life that, Hey, you've had enough of this. You're going to do something different. You can start this today. You could have started it January one. I don't suggest you wait and start it next year or in six months, because that's called procrastination. And procrastination is just fear boiling up within us, which is just going to lead towards paralysis, meaning we're not going to do anything. We're going to just say, oh, it's not the right time. It's too hard. It's not the right situation right now. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough this or that. And you'll do nothing. And that's the worst thing we could do. But let's understand really what's happening in the difference between having a resolution and just having resolve. So let's look at it. So give you some examples here. Resolutions. Let's say it's 2018. Your goal is to get your weight down below 180. Nothing happens. 2019. I'll watch my calories until I get below 190 next year. Well, that didn't work but I'm going to follow my new diet religiously until I get below 200, right? Because you're gaining weight because you haven't changed these habits. Sound familiar? 2021, I'll try to develop a realistic attitude about my weight. You know, those getting down those 20 or 50 pounds just wasn't realistic. What was I thinking? 2022, hey, you know what? I can't lose weight because I, you know, whatever limiting belief I have, just insert it, but I'm going to work out five days a week. I didn't work out at all last year. And now 2023, hey, I'm going to work out three days a week. Right now, it's 2024. You know what? I'll try to drive past a gym at least once a week. See what I'm saying? See what I'm, I'm, I'm painting a picture of here is we set up goals for ourselves. We don't give ourselves realistic action steps towards it. They're more just pipe dreams. And then we don't hit our goals. And so then we start settling for less because we think that we can't achieve that first thing we worked out or that we wanted to have or that we dreamed about. And we just keep whittling it down until it's really nothing. And and that's the saddest way to live. So when you have resolve, you don't let those things get in your way. You learn how to reverse engineer those goals. Uh, you set yourself up for some goals that are um, realistic in the beginning, right? Like if you want to lose a hundred pounds in three months, probably not realistic. But could that be over a year or 18 months? Yeah, absolutely. But how, where do you start? Where does that go? Well, it starts by losing one pound, right? Just going one pound at a time. So what do you really want? Do you really want to lose 20 pounds? Do you want to get off the medications that make you feel like a zombie or they're just developing cancer in your body? Do you want to start exercising so that you can get back in the physique that you were or just have more energy so you can keep up with your kids, your grandkids? Uh, do you want to get out of debt, right? Have more financial freedom so you're not stressing about next month's bills. Well, who do you need to become to have those things happen? That's the question you got to ask yourself because the person you are right now has the potential to have all those things you want, but you might not be that person that you have the potential to be right now. Follow me. So who do you need to become? That's a real serious question you need to ask yourself and dig deep and understand what are some things you need to do differently? What are some habits you need to change? What are some actions in your life, some consistency that you need to start to create for yourself so that you can start to achieve these things? Now, in order for you to have success, there's really the two biggest indicators that we got to look at, which when you're going to be successful, the first thing comes into knowing the right things. Right, so it revolves around having some education, doing some research, um, maybe knowing somebody that knows the right things that can 
maybe process those, filter out some of the bad stuff that's already done some of the research, right? But the second thing is being around the right people. So this might be the person who has the right information that you can glean that information off of and find out what's best for you. But it's also about being around the right people that are going to support you. They're going to lift you up. They're going to be a foundation for you as well. And if you don't have those people in your life, then you should start to hang around some people that are going to be those people for you. And if you have the type of people in your life that aren't the right people, now these are the people that are, I would like to call the crabs in your life. These are the people that are going to pull you down out of that crab pot so you can't escape and bring you right back into the same misery that they're in. These are the people that are the negative people, the people that are going to have the negative self-talk, that are going to tell you that you're not good enough or why would you do that or, hey, you know what, that's really hard. Are you sure you want to do that? Or, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have success with that. There's a lot of failure in that route you're going. Are you sure that you want to do that? I don't, I don't know if you should do that for yourself right? So surround yourself with the right people. But when it comes to habits, that's really where it's all at. So if you want new results, you need to have new habits. What are those habits for you? So for instance, if you want to lose weight, you need to start to create some new habits to where you don't go to Jack in the box three days a week or every day, right? You need to create some new habits where you weren't working out at all. Now you need to work out five days a week. It happens all the time. Anytime I see patients that are getting results, it's because they changed a habit. And the people that I see that are still in the same rut, still doing the same thing, still complaining about the same issues, are the people that aren't willing to put in the work to create some new habits. It's amazing. There's this one gal who was in our um, under our care for many years, and she got great results with other aspects of her health, as far as you know, headaches going away, um, pain decreasing, getting off medications, having more clarity mentally, but she would always struggle with her weight. You know, she was about 80 pounds plus overweight, uh, was always talking about it, how she wanted to lose the weight, um, would ask about information, but she never actually applied anything. And so she just kept going through life and and she would have flare-ups and things and other issues would come up because of the weight. Uh, But no matter how much she came to workshops and I educated her. She just wouldn't actually apply the things that she was learning because knowledge without action is useless. And so many years had gone by, probably been about, oh, three or four years. I hadn't seen her in a a couple of years. And this woman comes up to me and I didn't even recognize her. I was in the grocery store and she told me her name and I was like, holy cow, I didn't even recognize you. She had lost about 80 pounds. She looked amazing. I mean, she just had a a glow about her. She had more energy. And I asked her, so what was it? What was the difference? Because I know we talked about how to eat and how to exercise and the things to change in your lifestyle. So what'd you do? And she's like, you know, I just finally started to do it. She's like, I finally started to apply the things that I already knew that you had taught me. And I finally just dug in and made the decision and took her about a year, lost 80 pounds, and she's been able to keep it off because she made that decision, right? So course correction, right? If you're not on track to where you want to be, 80% of that course correction is action, right? To give you an example of course correction, today I drive out of my yard and drive, we have a long uh, driveway out to the main road, but it's about a mile and a half. Well, it had been raining um, the night before, and so it was really slippery, and I knew it was slippery, and so I was just kind of testing my borders because there's like big open fields on both sides, so I couldn't do any damage or anything. And so kind of sliding around a little bit, and 
I was going probably about 25 and all of a sudden my truck started to slide. I, I couldn't course correct. Right. And what I decided to do is just to let it take me instead of turning into it. And what I did was I let it take me and it turned me around a complete 180, slid into the dirt, the dirt stopped me, it was soft, and finally stopped. But if I would have taken action, I could have corrected the course. But once you get into that spin, if you just take your hands off the wheel, you're just gonna keep spinning and spinning and spinning until some other force stops you. In our life, we don't want that to happen because that other force that's gonna stop us is gonna be a disease. Right? It's gonna be that person who takes your job. It's going to be that relationship that has a divorce. The other person finally decides to get out of it. But 80% of course correction is just taking that action, putting your hands on the wheel, turning into that slide, and trying to correct that and getting yourself back on course, back on that road. Because timing is never right. When we look at creating habits, it's never convenient. Your dreams are convenient, right? You've got to, meaning you've got to take the action and, and not worry about the timing of things because your dreams are always right. No matter what dreams you have, don't let anyone else tell you that those are not realistic or that those aren't something that is a right fit for you. Your dreams are right. Timing is never right. So you need to just take action. You need to take that time to be congruent in what you believe and what you want to do. One of my favorite quotes here is by a person named uh, Colleen Barrett. said, when it comes to getting things done, we need fewer architects and more bricklayers. So what that really is saying is, hey, we don't need to keep planning, keep getting everything figured out, orchestrate these things. When people want to start a new business, the biggest thing they can paralyze themselves with is getting all the fine tuning done. Oh, let's get these business cards, let's spend all this time getting those looking just perfect. Let's get the best perfect looking logo. Let's go ahead and get our website, this little tweak here and there, and let's, oh, let's get this Facebook design. And then, they get paralysis and they don't actually go out and do the things they need to do, lay the bricks, talk to the people, develop the people within the business, right? So it's really easy nowadays to just get caught up in all this stuff, the architecture of our dreams, but not actually get into laying the bricks and getting the results that we want as well. So I want you to think about this today because I want you to start to get some action set for yourself. So one thing I want you to do is I want you to Think to yourself, and I want you to actually write this down. If you have a piece of paper, write it down. If you don't have a piece of paper, um, hey, figure it out. I don't know, pull over, write this write this down. But what's one thing that you want for yourself? Right? It can be anything. It can be related to your health, your relationships. It could be your finances. What's one thing that if you put it down there that's the most important thing for you to achieve? And then what's the one new habit you could start right now that would help you get there? For instance, if it's losing weight, one of those new habits could be getting in the gym five days a week. It could be eating salads every meal. It could be starting to, oh, I don't know, drink a morning smoothie. I mean, there's a lot of things, right? There could be a lot of habits for you. I don't know your lifestyle, where you're out with those things, right? So think of the one thing you want to change. Think of at least one new habit you could start. And then I want you to think of three action steps you can do over the next 90 days. And break these things into chunks, 90 day sprints at a time, right? So maybe your one new habit is just being um, being healthy, creating a healthy habit. So what are the three actions that's behind that? Okay, it's working out five days a week, it's eating salads, it's um, not eating at fast food places ever, 
right? So, I mean, there's a lot of things you could do, but think about what it is for you and start to apply those things. Write it down, put it on your mirror, and just focus on that one thing. A great book to read is actually called The One Thing. And it just talks about helping you focus on one thing in front of you, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed or you're the multitasker. And I'm, I'm really guilty of this myself. And I really got to focus in a lot and, and recalibrate and say, okay, what's the one thing? Because the fact is we get distracted. And when you're multitasking, you will actually be less successful, less productive and get less done when you're multitasking. Not a great thing to do. But the other thing that's going to be a big time saver for you, and it's going to help you get these things done this year is going to be to delegate. So delegating is huge. And the reason we talk about this is to understand that done is better than perfect. No one is going to do things as perfectly as you in this thing that you're wanting to delegate. Sure. You know, you hear the saying, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Well, that's not really true, right? Someone might not do it to your standards and your weird cosmos that you have, but at the end of the day, done is better than perfect. So just do it and get someone to do the things that you're not great at. So look at your day and what you do and understand and ask yourself the question, what are you great at versus okay at? Like things that you could do, but you're not really that great at, you should delegate those things. And if you're great at it, but it's costing you time or money or energy, and you could delegate that to someone else, then get rid of it. But for me, for instance, like I'm really great at adjusting the nervous system and the spine, but I'm okay at social media. I could do it, but I'm not great at it. So I'm going to delegate the social media thing because I'm not great at that, right? But you got to understand yourself and your worth and understand this next question and ask yourself this, which is what is your worth in a particular task versus your cost. For instance, your worth might be $400 an hour. And the cost of a particular task to have someone else do it is $40 an hour. And if you could be doing things that will create worth and working on this area of your life that will allow you to maximize your worth, the cost of that um, is minuscule in comparison. For instance, Maybe it's finding someone to clean your house. Clean your house might find, you know, it might be, you know, 20, 40 bucks an hour for somebody to clean your house. But you, your time, you would take you the eight hours to clean your whole house. Think about how much money it costs you. But then if you could have been spending those eight hours working on your business or something that's going to create more worth for you, it doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you just get a cleaner and have them do those things and create more value in your life and for others? So that's a great way to understand it. Like just figure out things you can delegate in your life that aren't fulfilling you, that are draining you, that are not giving you worth in your life. And then I want you to look at how you're managing your time. Because if you do not manage your time, time will manage you. And time will fill in all your free time with all the crap that you don't want to do. So what you want to do is create a warrior plan. Now you can do this on your virtual calendars. You can literally print off a piece of paper that has the hours of the day and start to fill those in. And what I want you to fill them in first is I want you to fill them in first with the must do's. Now I want you to be really careful about the must do's because a lot of us think that the must do's are a lot more than we actually must do. For instance, there are certain things we must do, right? We got to wake up. We got to go to bed. Those are must do's. You probably need to work to make some money to provide for your family. Those are a must do but your work should be very focused. So work doesn't mean that you're working 16 hours a day because 
you're not going to be very productive during those times. So there's you got to have some regulation in that, right? And understand that. But then you want to also fill in after that your big rocks and make time for those too. So this is like you're working out, doing things like um, meditation, time with family, date nights with your spouse, creating that love and passion in your life. Right? Get those filled in. Then make sure you give yourself extra time in between those big rocks so you don't feel rushed on these things. Because then that'll just create more stress in your life and you don't need more stress. And don't try to fill up every single hour or every single day. You know, allow for a little bit of give and uh, forgiveness in your schedule. Because, you know, life will get busy, life will come at you, and you'll get sidetracked. And it's okay. Just This will help you get back on track. And so when you're feeling yourself procrastinating or you're doing something you really shouldn't right then, like maybe you're on Facebook and you should be doing something else, you can like look back and say, okay, what do I really need to be doing right now? Oh, that's right. I need to be focusing on my business right now or you know, I should be working out right now. And that'll really help you get to where you want to be and just help you keep on track, keep yourself focused. And then the last thing here I want to give you are just some time and energy saving hacks because when you have more time and more energy, you will be able to be more consistent with your habits. You will have more fun with these new habits you're creating and you'll have more success in what you're trying to accomplish as well. So here's one. Uh, this is one I love to do is listening to audiobooks on your commute or while you're working out. So some people just listen to music, and that's cool too if that's your thing. But, hey, if you're really trying to learn more um, and you want to learn a new skill, a new trade, a new area of, of your work, or maybe a new branch of something else, uh, maybe it's your health, maybe it's uh, related to your work, maybe it's relationships, audiobooks are great, right? Um, so help save you a lot of time. I mean, you could, you could get a whole PhD, especially for those of you that have like an hour commute each way, man, to save a ton of time. Um, but then there's also food prep. So this is going to help you set up for eating healthy for the rest of the week. It's going to save you a lot of time. You're going to be able to just grab and go instead of, you know, grabbing and going from the quickie mart or from the drive-thru, you'll be able to grab and grow from your own fridge, um, which you know what's in there and you can control that. Um, also checking emails, texts, or social media only twice a day. So these are things, again, that I have to work on a lot too because I get caught up in that aspect of, of life as well. But if your business depends on it, well then, hey, again, you check it in the morning, you check it in the afternoon or maybe in the evening, whatever works for your schedule. Text, same way, because text will just distract you. They'll get you derailed. Social media, same thing. All these things will lower your productivity levels, keep you off track, get you off your habits, your good habits. <laughs> Those are bad habits. And then stop multitasking, right? We talked about this, the one thing. This is a great read. If you haven't read that, go grab that, pick it up. That could be your audiobook that you're listening to while you're commuting. And then you can even set up, and my wife is really good at this, um, setting up a do not disturb setting on your phone during your high production hours. So when you're in your high production hours, you don't want to be distracted by other things, other people, their phone calls, all their crud that's really not that important. So you can set those do not disturb settings on your phone and it won't even ring. It won't even go through. And if there's someone that's an emergency, they can call like three times in a row and it'll finally go through. But let's face it, 99% of the time it's not an emergency. And then actually take breaks. Yes, taking breaks will actually save you time and will create more energy. But if we're just bogged down and we're not getting up every 45 minutes, just take a quick five-minute refresher, refocus the brain, not be in front of the screen, uh, you will actually be more productive. You'll get more done, which will save you more time and give you more energy. And then I really want you to be conscious on that same token of going hard for 30 days, you know, in your business, in your life, but take one to two 
mini vacations, or sorry, a one to two day mini vacation every 30 days. So this could be simple as simple as, hey, just taking 24 hours off and doing a staycation, right? It could be even like going overnight somewhere at a local place, just getting away from work and just resetting yourself. And then what I want you to work towards, and if you can do this now, great, but definitely work towards this, which is taking one week off every 90 days. And that'll really help you just reset yourself, get more freedom, get more clarity. Um, your family will be appreciative. You'll just thank me a lot for doing that, but that's really something you want to work towards. Maybe you're not financially able to do that right now um, or whatever it is, the freedom that you don't have, but hey, work towards that and life will be so much more fulfilling. You will be more productive. You'll get more done. Um, You will not just get more done, but you'll be more fulfilled in the mission that you're trying to accomplish and the habits you're creating and what you're wanting to do with your life. So remember, your body needs no help healing. It just needs no interference. So take this time. Get yourself right. If you need help with your health struggles, whatever that might be, let us know. I would love to help you out in whatever aspect I I can do that in. You know, whether it's coming into uh, our clinic locally, whether it's something virtually we can help you with as well. You can live clear across the country, across the world. We can still help help you with a lot of aspects of your health just by getting on some virtual consultations, figuring out what your needs are. If we need to do lab testing, we can send those things to you as well. Um, whether it be digestive issues, hormonal imbalances, energy problems, um, just let us know. I love to be able to help you out. And remember your body needs no help healing, just no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.